Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday evening. To you, Mark Aram here, you there, 7088 after 7. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The whole family is with us tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo, on the other side of the takeout window. Um, low T Chuck screens your calls. Low T. Good to see you back, Lucy. I know you had like a little emergency there. You had to run out of the station for a couple minutes, but you're back now. Yeah, I'm all good. good. Okay, good. Good to have you back. Uh, we got a real fun show tonight. Johnny Kilboss will join us with a faster review. Um, I got other good stuff. It'll come to me. Okay. But first, first um, good news on, on my front. Okay. My taste is back. Oh, we were yeah. so worried. Well, yeah. I, well, yeah. people. I mean, people were emailing <laughs> me and tweeting me. So I just want to. I, I this morning, I ordered a twenty-four sack of Crystal Sunrisers delivered to the the newsroom. I saw that in the yeah. trash can. Thanks oh my! For have you ever had a Crystal Sunriser? I have not. You want me to save it from seven a.m.? Yeah, that would okay. be cool. I'll, the next time I that do that. That would be nice. Gross. 24 had, of them. Th- that's the best thing at Crystal, by the way, is the Sunrisers. Their breakfast is really had good. Those. It's just uh, sausage, egg, and cheese on a oh, little steamer good. bun. Yeah. So good. Anyway, they tasted amazing. And then I just came, uh, stopped at Piccadilly on my way in and had dinner. Chicken pot pie tasted great. So my coffee's tasting better. So whatever it was, was a short-term deal. So everyone can calm down now. I don't need to get surgery or, or steroid shots or whatever home remedies I was offered. Everything is fine. But that being said, sad, sad news in the Aram household tonight. Stop at Piccadilly to get my chicken pot pie. And that gener- generous serving, Longoria. Like this, Aelman would have been happy with this. Yeah. Now, it was like four scoops of the chicken pot pie stuff. Mm-hmm. I heard, this is unconfirmed from the staff at Piccadilly, but the, uh, unconfirmed, but the Howell Mill Piccadilly apparently is set to close at the end of the month. Ooh, that's not oh, good no. for you. Right? What are you going to do? I okay, don't they, know. They, they're just closing to close? Or are they closing to revamp? I, I, it was tough to get any information. They were busy. The, the people that were working there, I'm like, is, are you kidding me? Is this for real? She's like, yeah, it's for real. And I couldn't get any more info. I'll, I'll work on that. find out. But, oh, what a gut punch to me. Now, I didn't want to be a jerk and be like, well, what, what's replacing it? Like, is there, is there <laughs> yeah, you know? something better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah is Golden Corral coming in? You yeah. move on. Yeah, is there Golden Corral coming in? Because, you know, that'll work. Um, <laughs> but here's what's really sad for me. Piccadilly and Howell Mill is the first restaurant I went to in Atlanta. The very first restaurant in, in, in Atlanta that I, that I dined at. It was August of 96. I uh, was coming down from college in New York. I rented... 
I wanted to rent a U-Haul to carry my bring my furniture and stuff down. Your which, futon, which was idiotic. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like I garbage you college just thrown it all exactly. away. Bought stuff exactly. <laughs> but I was like, no, this is my furniture. I'm gonna take. I mean, it was. I mean, just garbage furniture. And my parents even tell me, they're like, what are you doing? Don't bring that <laughs> crap down to Atlanta. But I'm like, no, this is my stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, idiot move. I should have listened to my parents. So anyway, I get the, I, I wanted like a 16-foot U-Haul. And they're like, all we have is the 29-footer or whatever. I was like, ah. So I mean, like this One of those massive, giant, yeah. oh my. They're like, <laughs> we'll charge you the same price. back and forth. Exactly and right. Have enough to fill exactly it right. The futon sliding back and forth. <laughs> And then on the back of that, I hooked up my Mazda 626, which is my car. So me and my buddy Scratchy drive from New York to Atlanta, this 30-foot U-Haul with a car behind it. <laughs> we drive down. We get off the 75 exit at Howell Mill. We're starving. There's this thing called Piccadilly. We had no idea what it was, but it looked like a restaurant. We go in there. <laughs> like He's all excited. He's like, they got restaurants down Yeah, there exactly. Too. I was like, this is fantastic. So we go in there. And there's there's the line, and I'm like, oh, all the food. I'm like, give me a Salisbury steak, give me six shrimp, give me two chicken tenders, um, give me a chocolate pudding, give me a side salad, um, ooh, sl- some roast beef. Give- I thought it was a buffet. Oh, I thought it was all you can no. eat. I didn't. Know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, didn't no. I didn't know. And they didn't tell me. They're like, all right, this guy's really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> So they get me like nine meals and I get up to the, the register and she's like, $83. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is my first restaurant experience in Atlanta. And she's like, yeah, $83. I'm like, how is this buffet $83? It's not, there's no shrimp and crab on there. She's like, dude, it's not a buffet. It's a cafeteria. I'm like, what does that mean? She goes, it's not all you can eat. You get a meal. And I was like, oh, and I, I mean, I didn't have $83. So I was like, well, <laughs> I can pay for one of these. <laughs> so she's, so I had the Salisbury steak, which was my first meal in Atlanta. And the chick was like just mad at me that she didn't oh, take, sure. all yeah, you take all that stuff back. back. I just assumed, because anything I've never seen anything like that, where all this food was lined up, I just assumed. And there was no signs sure. like, this is not all you can eat, Jewish boy from <laughs> Connecticut. Oh, man. So I have Trey, I mean, I literally, you know, I mean, yeah. imagine you're going to a buffet and you're like, oh, yeah, give me some of that roast yeah. beef. And um, uh, <laughs> did you not notice that they were giving you whole plates at the time of everything? Well, not really, because they were um, they, they were just small plates. So I, I just I was like, uh, you know what? Give me um, two chicken tenders. They put two chicken tenders on a little plate and give it to me. And I'm like, um, give me a, give me a piece of that chicken parm. They put a piece of chicken parm. On. You know what? Give me six shrimp. Give me six shrimp. So they get these little plates and they're like, all right, what size do you want? You know, I with nine meals, I could have had 18 sides. I'm like, ah, oh, just mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. That's fine. And she's like, that's all you want for other sides? I'm like, yeah. She looked at me like, all right, you know, you have nine meals. You get 18 sides. And then I went up there. and uh, I would have left. If I got up there and they said it was $83, I'm like, oh, hold on. I'll I was so hungry, Chuck. I would have left. I was so hungry. I thought they'd be they'd feel bad for me. Like, all right, just no. we're not putting the food back on the thing. Just go ahead and take all nine meals. Yeah, that's uh, never happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and my buddy Scratchy, who's a thin guy, he's like, oh, I'll just have, you know, the turkey. He just got one meal. I'm like, it's a buffet, man. What are you doing? Get in there. <laughs> it's a buffet. Yeah, so he only had to pay for one meal. Anyway, that was the first <laughs> restaurant I ever went to in Atlanta, and unconfirmed reports that it's closing. Now, you guys are not from Atlanta. Do you have any recollection of the first restaurant you went to when you moved to Atlanta, Longoria? Oh, Wow. Obviously, you don't have a great story like the Piccadilly no, and Howell Mill no. story. It's like a, that. It had to have been somewhere in Decatur because that's where we lived for a year. Yeah. 
Chuck, you moved from uh, from Montana. Uh, well, actually, you moved from Montana to Missouri. Yeah. Um, do you remember the first restaurant that you you I went to? I remember the first restaurant I went to in Missouri was a Captain D's. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I know. It's like, Captain what is D's, this please. delicious place? <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, but you and don't remember in Atlanta? Here, um, oh. I'd have to text my wife. It's down from our house uh, on Atlanta Road there in Smyrna. It's just this little dive okay. uh, restaurant, real greasy spoon. But okay. I, I can't think of the name offhand. Gotcha. All right. But I've been there a few other times. And po it, folks? It pretty much no. It, that's not it. Okay. But, I mean, it's it's like that. Yeah. All right. Deb Deb Green, are you from Atlanta? I'm never even asked you. No, I'm a Midwesterner. All right. Where where in the Midwest? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yep. Oh home gosh, the, yeah. Home of the Drunkens that we found in that survey. That's uh, right. Do you remember the first restaurant you went to? I think I think it was the Brick Store in downtown Decatur because I lived in that area, and someone's like, "Hey, you should come out to this place," and that was like the first place that looked barish. So, yeah, yeah. That's not really a restaurant, but so how long were you here before you went to your first restaurant? Sounds like you were here for like months or something. Uh, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big foodie, so I, we know no. this. Yeah. Yes, we know this. All right, interesting. So I'm the only one that officially knows. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I ever. I mean, it's probably like a KFC. Well, how did you get here? Where did you? You went from Corpus. Yeah. Well, no, we were living in San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. And yet, what? You, did you uh, drive here? Yeah. U-Haul. Like, did yeah. you? Have the... Yeah. Well, Leslie was already living here. Okay. And then we sold the house, so she went back and helped me move all the stuff into a U-Haul, and then they they actually we brought some stuff in a u-haul and then the rest of the stuff was moved a by mover movie yeah you could yeah. afford movers i was well yeah. we didn't couldn't afford it the company, the company that was did. bringing yeah, yeah. her over here yeah. did that's yeah. interesting but so i can't remember it had to have been somewhere in decatur because we didn't know atlanta very yeah. well and we were staying there in decatur right. so chuck ken's corner grill ken's corner Grill. look at that <laughs> that's what it is yeah. and it's still open oh yeah, yeah how yeah. sad would you be if ken ken's corner grill closed i would be down. a little miffed because yeah. everybody that comes and visits i always take them there i like it it's like i think i wanted to stop there and try it I've never been. I've been. I've driven by it before. Yeah, you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely this. It looks pretty cool. Awesome little greasy spoon. That's just it's yeah. fun. So this is this is like a double gut punch to me because obviously you know I go to Piccadilly quite a bit on my way into the show, and it's the nostalgia factor. That was the mm-hmm. first restaurant that I went to when I moved to Atlanta. So uh, definitely a sad day for me. Again, this is unconfirmed, but two two to three of the employees. If they told you that offhand, yeah, I, I'm, you probably bank on. I know. And you'd think me alone would keep that joint in business. No kidding. Maybe they lost their lease or something. I don't know. But uh, Maybe somebody went in there and ate too many shrimp. That could be me. I'm the all-you-can-eat shrimp deal. <laughs> you put them, out, might of put them out. out of business. With, yeah. with your 13 shrimp that, that you ate. That, no, I'd like 20-something. Yeah, whatever. The video's up uh, on my Facebook page if you want to see me eating all-you-can-eat shrimp at Piccadilly. Failing How many did you say you were going to eat? 70? Yeah. You 70. Said 60 or 70. But right? I had to, only because I had to go to do the show. Right, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I would have hit 70, but I would hit 40. I was yeah, on I my way. I think you could have hit 40, but I don't know if you would have got much No, I wouldn't have hit 70. I would not have hit 70. There was a, a food um, comp contest. Deb, you sent me this story. The guy ate how many oysters? Uh, 40 dozen. 40 dozen oysters in 10 minutes. Forty dozen? Yeah, that's insane. I mean, those are just little boogers, though. So well, they could be sized. I mean, the golf oysters are pretty big. Yeah, those are. But that's, I mean, the texture alone after the first two dozen, I'd be like, oh, all right, forty of this. dozen. Yeah. Holy cow! That is that is crazy. All right, so I just wanted to pass along the sad news in the Aram household that uh, unconfirmed reports, the Piccadilly and Howell Mill will close at the end of the month. We need to do a show from there before they close out. God, I'm gonna miss that place. 
And you only got a month. The month. Right? I know. And we're already how many days into the month? Six. Five. Five days. I'll tell you. I, I promise you this. I make this this solemn vow to you. The Sean Hannity solemn vow. Even if the Piccadilly closes, the Mark Aaron Piccadilly text hotline will stay with us forever. All right, we'll come back. We'll start the show in a normal way. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. I am in mourning, pre-mourning, I guess. Uh, word on the street is the Piccadilly and Howell Mill set to close at the end of the month. An institution in my life since August of 96. That was the first restaurant that I ever visited in Atlanta. Could I have chosen a better restaurant? Perhaps. A fancier one? Perhaps. But uh, none would have given me a better first restaurant story than me thinking that was a buffet. <laughs> $83. <laughs> $83. At Piccadilly. Uh, Carrie kicks us off in Lawrenceville. Carrie, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. What's going on, hey, buddy? I, <laughs> hey, I was going to say, I, the first place I ate in Atlanta was the Waffle House. That's a, good, that's a great first restaurant. <laughs> and I came from Montana as well, so we don't have anything like that out there. No. So do, you, do you remember which Waffle House location it was? It was the one by the airport. The one by the, the Atlanta airport. airport. Okay, fair enough. I I, I, I went to Waffle House long before I had moved to Atlanta. I think the first time I went, I was driving. It was college spring break, and I was driving from New York to Fort Lauderdale. And it was me and four girls. I think I've told this story before. And we stopped at Waffle House. I'd never been to one. And I remember being just stunned that I could get steak and eggs for like six bucks. I was like, this is the greatest place in the world. You literally get steak and eggs for six dollars so we stopped i stopped because i was driving at every waffle house on the way down like i'm getting steak and eggs for six bucks and the girls were like really this place again so uh so yeah so i I developed a love of waffle house before i even moved to atlanta but uh i remember going this is the greatest thing in in the world steak and eggs six bucks who gets that steve's in miami florida steve welcome to the show Hey, thanks, Mark. Big fan of your show. I'm driving from Miami to Carrollton, Georgia right now, and i got to tell you, I am from Bozeman, Montana, so you got three Montanans on the show tonight. This is unbelievable. What the hell's going on? (laughs) When I went to Marietta Diner, the first night I was in Atlanta, I was so overwhelmed. There are more things on the menu at Marietta Diner than the entire state of Montana, <laughs> and I was in sensory overload. He's right. So that, that was the, that's a good first restaurant to go to in Atlanta, the Marietta Diner. Hey, yeah. I love the show. I'll just keep listening. All right, how far from Whitefish are, uh, did you grow up? How far is Bozeman? Oh, uh, not too far. About, oh, uh, 80, 60, 60 miles. All right, that's not too bad. I've got a great Montana statistic that Deb uh, dug up. We'll, we'll tell you about later oh, on no. in the show. It's fantastic. Marietta Diners is amazing. In the Northeast, we don't have Waffle Houses. We have diners. So that's what I grew up eating. You know, Twin Colony Diner, um, the Palace Diner, where you have those big menus. You can get, you know, at 6 in the morning, you can get a lobster tail or an, an omelet. Um, and now we have the Landmark Diner where the punchline is in Marietta Diner. But that's a, Marietta Diner is a hell of a first restaurant to go. I guess we're going to talk about this a little more. we got some more calls on it. Piccadilly on Howell Mill Road closing at the end of the month. Sad day in the Aram household. 404-872-0750, wsb talk I also want to talk about the embarrassment that is the Atlanta streetcar. And God bless America. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. 
Hi, everybody. This is Zoe Saldana, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 737-23 in front of 8, Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. Monday through Friday. Everybody on board, Deborah Longoria, low T with you till 9, Johnny Kilbasa next hour, the Fast Food Review programming note tomorrow night on the show, Lieutenant Governor Casey Kay's goal will join us. We look forward to that. Uh, I'll get back to the, uh, oh, oh, confirmation. First of all, two things on the Piccadilly story. Listener uh, just sent me a Facebook message pretty much confirming that the Howell Mill Piccadilly will be closed by the end of the month. Sad news. And via the Piccadilly text hotline, my mom says I went to uh, a Waffle House first in Orlando when I was like 12 or 13 when we went down to Disney World. I don't. I believe her. I, I don't remember. I certainly didn't get steak and eggs when I was 12. And I certainly couldn't get lobster because... I was going to say it was yeah, in the same not, category. Yeah, exactly. My mom says, you can't get steak and eggs until you're 16. It's against the law. Anyway, uh, so so that. I'll, I'll take some more Piccadilly calls. But I want to talk about the Atlanta streetcar, the debacle that is the Atlanta streetcar. Um, back in the day, um, thank goodness, by the way, that Doug Turnbull does it now. I used to write this gridlock guy column in the AJC. And when the streetcar was first proposed, I was vehemently against it. It it, it ran routes that it wasn't needed. You know, it wasn't like, oh, there's a big... Uh, traffic jam between this place and this place. Let's get the streetcar and help. Elite. No, it was just connecting, you know, monuments in in St. Helena Olympic Park, and there was there was no need for it. And I remember I did a, a column on it um, on how much it was going to cost and how ineffective that cost would be. Um, so it, it cost a dollar each way on. Uh, it, it did at the time. I don't even know what it costs now. I think it's free now. Actually, I don't even think they're charging <laughs> anymore. Um, so it was a hundred million dollars, okay, and it was uh, they got forty-seven million dollars from federal money, whatever. So I did the math: twenty-five million dollars that the city of Atlanta paid um, a round-trip taxi fare between Centennial Olympic Park and the King Center um, was a certain uh, amount of money. I forgot what the it was like eight bucks or whatever. So I did the math, and the twenty-five million dollars that the city put in could have provided one point three million dollar. 1.3 million round trip taxi rides between Centennial Olympic Park and the King Center. So this was this was a 1.3 million. They could have paid a taxi guy, one point you know taxi drivers. This is before Uber. 1.3 million dollars, or 1.3 million trips to go between, and that would have been the city of Atlanta. They haven't even hit 1.3 million riders yet. Such a boondoggle. So the headline now is Marta is taking over from the city of Atlanta. And I, I mean, I bless your heart, Marta. I don't know what you're gonna, unless you change the the where it goes, it's not gonna help any. No, there's there's not a need because who takes? Um, I mean, it's it's tourists that are that are using it, right? I would if anyone's using it. Well, the homeless people are using it. I know that because they want they use it to stay warm. That's why it was like the first when they didn't weren't charging like for the first six months they weren't charging anyone. It was just homeless people that would just ride along on it all day long just to stay out of the weather. Um, 
so I, I mean, I wish Marta well. I don't know what what you can do about it to make it. It's never going to be profitable. That's no. that's for sure. Can it be more useful? Maybe. I don't know. Um, the only way it'd be more useful is if it was able to route to different areas. And I don't know where those areas are, but clearly yeah. where it goes now, it's, it's isn't being utilized. Like people just drive around here. Just do. Yeah. They're not going to change. But it, I mean, if, if the streetcar went between two places that were, let, let's just say, um, this I'm just making this up. This this isn't right. a real thing. But let's say there was a MARTA station where people could drive and park. Sure. And then take the the streetcar down to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be a usable thing. Like, yes. people like, oh, I'm not going to pay $100 parking at Mercedes-Benz. I'll park at Chuck's lot, yeah. and then I'll take the streetcar down for a dollar to Mercedes-Benz. Like, that would have been more re- a more realistic. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, no offense to Centennial Olympic Park or the King Center, but how many people are making that trip? Yeah, it's going to be more touristy than anything else. Yeah. And it's, and, uh, but, I mean, ha- even how many tourists are going to be like, I mean, that has to be your agenda. What are we doing today? We're going to Centennial Olympic Park, and then we're going to the King Center. Then we're going to go back to Centennial Olympic Park. <laughs> you know, like, that. if your agenda strays, you know, it's like, I want to go to the High Museum. Nope, streetcar doesn't go there. We're not doing the High Museum well, that's today. that's a problem, and that's why too many people, I think, end up using Uber because it's, it's vastly more versatile than using the streetcar. By the way, I, can I can't believe Erickson in... took the 7 train to Shea to uh, City. I, I was shocked. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So Eric Erickson went to New York for his birthday to watch yes. the Cubs play the Mets. Yep. And I'm assuming he was staying in Manhattan. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, in a nice hotel. He took the 7 train yeah. to go to City, City Field or Shea Stadium, whatever they call I it call now. It, it's City Field. Yeah. What's wrong with the 7 train? The, do you remember John Rocker went off in the Sports yeah. Illustrated article about how when dirty the trouble. 7 train is and everyone's got AIDS on it yes, and, every, and everybody's you know, pregnant. He's racist. Or, oh, just like the 7 train is, is hot garbage. Yeah. But if you're if you're making Erickson money, you just Uber to this. I, I was. I, I guess other, he wanted the full experience. I think he did. Is the there another time. train you can take other than the 7 train? No, the 7 train is the only one you can take and you ride it all the way It's like the streetcar. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, more people take the seven train. Oh yeah. yeah. But I mean, if I was in college, okay, yeah, I would take the seven train to yeah, Shea Stadium. Like, what four bucks or something? If or... I was in 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 charge of uh, the Revenant, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not taking the train. I'm taking Uber. I'm taking a black an Uber black car actually. Yeah. Get dropped was... off up front. I mean, good for him. I've traveled enough with him. I was surprised to see that picture from yes. the train. So here, here's what I want to do about the streetcar. <laughs> maybe Erickson's taking the streetcar. He seems maybe like I, an adventurous guy. Maybe he just decided to be more adventurous. Has anyone listening to the Mark Aram Show right now ever ridden on the Atlanta streetcar? I want to know if any. I'm betting we have less than two listeners. That's the over and under for me. Two people two? listening, of the millions listening right now, only two people have ever ridden the Atlanta streetcar. I'll say it'd be. I'll say at least five. You think five? I'll say five. All right. They'll Longoria? be the only five that are going to call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, take pride in it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bash you for taking it. I want. I want to really know. Have you taken a streetcar, Deb? I've only seen it once, and that's when I got stuck behind yeah. it. But you've never driven in it, no, or ridden no. in it, Longoria. I know you haven't. No. Right? Well, no. 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 The girl. I've never even seen it. So. Yeah, I've never. I've, I've seen it, but I've never. <laughs> never but it was. I mean, been in the it's area. broken down. Every time I see it, it's broken down. Oh, what a boondoggle! Anyway, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Mike's in Sandy Springs. Michael, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Hey, pretty good, Mark. How are you doing, man? Excellent. What's going on? Hey, nothing much. Hey, listen, uh, I wanted to uh, tell you what my first uh, restaurant was when I moved to uh, Atlanta back in. Uh, this was ninety eight. 
1998, you moved to Atlanta. Yeah. Your first restaurant you go to is what? First restaurant was Diggers on Roswell Road. And it was funny because I had a bunch of friends that already lived down here. And they took me there. You know, they were really excited to have me there. So, you know, of course, we're all drinking like crazy. And I wasn't uh, too aware of the pop-up thunderstorms and <laughs> the weather that you get down here in Georgia. Yes. Well, they had a like some kind of shelter in place. And they were trying to tell people to go up underneath the pool tables. And all of us were standing in the front door of this place and watching garbage cans going down Roswell Road sideways. And it was like Armageddon. And it was incredible. When I was, but, was uh, Diggers, was that just north of the perimeter? I'm trying to think on where Diggers was. was. Right up there, uh, just past Northridge on Roswell on the left side. Okay. I think it's yeah, like yeah. A sushi place or something out, but it was, you know. Like a sports bar, they had great wings. You know, I'm from Buffalo, so it was, it was great to have. Uh, so that, good that wings. you moved from Buffalo to Atlanta, and Diggers was the first uh, first that place you had. First first restaurant place that I ever went. Yeah. All right, now that's a good story. Longoria doesn't know his. Did, can you text your wife? I did text her. She has she not know. responded. All right, Chuck came She's up with his. Right what was yours? Charlie's Happy Kitchen. <laughs> what was the name of it? <laughs> Ken's Corner Grill. So Ken's Corner Grill. Yes. Floyd Hillman via the uh, Piccadilly text line said that used to be a, a Huddle House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huddle House was one of the first restaurants I went to. Nice. There was used to be one on South Cobb Drive. I, I don't like know if it's still there. Yeah, it's a decent the, the difference between the, oh, what was it? Iron Skillet. There was an Iron Skillet on Howell Mill when I first moved here. And then then Waffle House came in and blew out Iron Skillet. They were gone. Um, but Iron Skillet used to, used to be able to get French fries. And that was the advantage that it had over Huddle House was, or Waffle House, was you can get fries. Because sometimes, you know, you want a burger... You know, hash browns with a burger, eh, you want fries with a burger. So we'd go to the Iron Skillet. Um, it was I right off 75 and how fries Hallowell. being the, my, the deciding factor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would go to a restaurant. You know what I mean? Like It would be for me. Yeah. No, really? Yeah. I would never consider. I mean, if you said, if I'm having, a, you know, an omelet, fine, hash browns. I love hash sure. browns. But if I want a, a burger, you know, it's it's easier with with fries, it's all just potatoes, though. Granted, but the the method of delivery is different. Yeah, you know, but I, could, I just I wouldn't sit there if I saw the two next to each other and go, yeah, no, I'm going there because they got French fries versus I would never even enter my mind. Well, you you don't in, enjoy food as much as I. No, do. I that's, clearly that's the don't. problem. I've only seen or one potatoes. person eat uh, hash browns with their fingers. That was Jay Black. What? Yeah. <laughs> Is he caveman? Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. Uh, was, I mean, unless it's the potato cake no. things that you get. At no, like- Waffle House hash browns. Picked them up with his hand, put them in his mouth. What? Yeah, he is no. He was raised in a, in a cave. <laughs> he's, That's so He's bizarre. an animal. He's an animal. Uh, John is incoming. John, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. How are you? What's going on, brother? Um, so one of the first places that we ever went after we moved down here in 2007 was Swallow in the Hollow. Oh, Roswell. yeah. Roswell, yeah. Yeah, one of, my, one of my coworkers told me about it, so I told my wife about it. We went on like a Saturday evening. Yeah, and and if you've ever been there, you know that there's no sign there that said "Swallow and Yeah, no, it's uh, incognito. So so we're pulling into the parking lot, and there's a sandwich board out front. Sandwich board says "Nude Dancing" like eight to midnight, and then had like a placard over it that said "Live Music." My wife saw that and was like. Oh my God! We can't take the girls there. What are you trying to take us? <laughs> That's fantastic. It's like, honey, relax. There's see, no new dancing. I promise. Yeah, but the, see, that's actually. I'm glad you went to Swallow in the Hollow, but that's like a step above. I literally, I couldn't even afford my Piccadilly bill when I first moved to Atlanta. 
the $83 Piccadilly bill. <laughs> Swallow the house is a nicer. Thing you weren't eating with Warren Sapp. Exactly. A nicer establishment. Vicky's in Atlanta. Vicky, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's going on, Vicky? Oh, my gosh. I have two things for you. Okay. So my first restaurant, when I came down to it, Atlanta, it was in 1975, and I was literally fleeing Cleveland, Ohio, for <laughs> personal reasons. Okay. Right? And the boss that I was going to be working for, he came to pick me up at the Atlanta airport in his little yellow VW Volkswagen. Yeah. And he says, I'm going to take you to a great restaurant. And I'm like, oh, that's very nice. He took me to the varsity downtown. Oh, I was craving varsity this morning. You would not believe how bad I was craving the varsity this morning. <laughs> well, I'm a little girl from Cleveland, Ohio. Never saw such a place in my life. And I go in, and he knows exactly what he's getting. I didn't understand why people were yelling at yeah. me. Oh, it's very intimidating. I, I oh. definitely remember the first time I went to the varsity. I was like, <laughs> what is going I was scared. I was literally scared. So here's, here's and what's funny, I'm glad you brought that up, Vicky. My first uh, first time in the varsity, I didn't know what was going on. I was literally intimidated. Like I was the same way. This is f- a freak show. Scared and I finally out. get up to the counter, and the the lady's like, "What do you have? Yeah, what do you have? What do you have?" And I'm like, uh, "I'm like two cheeseburgers." She goes, "Mutter like this thick Southern accent. And I'm like, "Yeah." I had no idea what she said, and she apparently was asking me if I wanted a pimento cheeseburger. She's like, "Bada bada you know, my Yankee ears weren't yet adapted. I was like, yeah, okay. So she gave me pimento cheeseburgers. Greatest moment of my life. I took a bite of that thing, and I'm like, this is heaven. I had that exact, that's exactly how my experience was. Yeah, that place. I mean, Couldn't first hear. time you go in there? Yeah. That's when I, when you ever go in there, and there's tourists from other countries that walk oh, in there, yeah. they're like, what is going on here? This is crazy. They should have ambassadors to bring the <laughs> foreigners in there. sort of help you yes, along. exactly. Or serve varsity on Atlanta Streetcar. And that would increase ridership. We'll come back. Your calls on uh, the first restaurant you ever ate in Atlanta and the boondoggle that is the Atlanta Streetcar. 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Seven fifty-six, seventy-five, pleasant degrees on Peach Street. She wasn't extremely hot today. That was nice. Kirk Mellish's full five-day forecast straight ahead. Mark joins us in Atlanta. Mark, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm gonna give everybody claps the hand anyway. Everybody bad, clap bad your hands. We hadn't done one of those in a while. Call back, Mark. Sorry about that. The connection was uh, not adequate. Brian's in Kennesaw. Brian, welcome to the show. I rode the streetcar. You did? I took my kids down to the Coke Museum. Okay. And we saw it. And I'm like, oh, this will be fun. Get, like, the experience of, you know, downtown. We live up in the suburbs. Yeah. So we get on, and there's this homeless meth head sitting in front of us, and she's talking to herself, like, the entire time. Oh, that's Like, funny. the entire time. So you get free entertainment on the ride, is what you're saying. The the kids are freaked out. I didn't want to just get off because I didn't know where I was and how to find my way back to where we started. Yeah. She gets up at the end, turns around, gives a little curtsy, and goes, y'all have a nice day. Oh, she was, she was performing. All right, excellent. She was. Would you so, Would you ride it again, Brian? I'll never do again. You'll, you'll never do it again? Nope. All right, fair enough. Well, at least, all right, so that's one listener that has ridden the streetcar. I set the over-under at two. If you've ever ridden the streetcar, I want to hear about it. Uh, Marta's taking over the streetcar July 1st, and apparently Piccadilly on Howell Mill is closing July 1st. Double, double damage there. 404-872-0750. News, weather, and traffic next. The Mark Aram Show.
this is Louie Anderson, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 8077 after 8. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 at AM 7. Fifty. <laughs> Where is that coming up? Fifty. Um, <laughs> gang's all here. Uh, Deborah Green producing the show. Longoria, stoic as ever. The Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens you call. Low T. Johnny Kielbasa will join us in thirty minutes with a fast review tomorrow night on the program. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle will join us. We'll continue our discussion about the uh, boondoggle that is the Atlanta streetcar. July first, Mart is going to take over, and I wish them well. I hope they can do something with it because it's. I mean, it's a joke. Streetcar is a joke. What if they just turned it into like a traveling food bus? Food truck. Like a food truck. That's the best idea I've heard about this thing. You know what I mean? Would we still I, have the the homeless crackheads on there or the I meth heads, it. as the guy said? But I mean, if you turned it into like, if you turned it into some kind of food truck. <laughs> like, doubt it. Food truck. I, mean, I don't know. That's not a bad idea. That's that's why he gets the big buck. <laughs> Literally comes up with one idea a month. <laughs> Does one, no other one, work. One a year, man. All right. Half so, so Marta, year. if you're listening, there you go. That's Low T Chuck's idea. Brilliant idea. Just turned it into a big food train. Yeah. Just drive around the city. Just drive around the city. Just one of the stop. cars can be ice cream. Yeah. One can be uh, tacos. Sure. Longoria. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm down for that. One could be gefilte fish on a stick. Oh, that's going to be horrible. <laughs> no one would ever buy you that. just have all kinds of That's where the crackheads would be. <laughs> one one of them is a varsity car. Yeah. Just, you know, frosted Ooh, there you oranges. Go. Yeah. Get local businesses on board, and they could, you know, they could <sighs> serve their wares in that. Chuck, that's that, that Montana... <laughs> whatever That's wisdom a good idea. yeah that is a very myself. good idea uh so i just want to know if anyone's ever uh ridden on the streetcar um I, I do want to talk start talking about this so um i don't entertain at my house I, it's a small house i you know i don't, I don't like people in Plus my you don't stuff know how your kitchen works so. i don't know how my kitchen works but you guys are entertainers yeah. Yeah. let's say longori you you uh sent out an evite to a party because that's what's that's what evites do now okay right? okay um and you invite 50 people to uh your house for for your your daughter's preschool graduation party, which is <laughs> absurd, yeah, um, and and only ten people reply yes. Okay, are you not going to have the party? No, you're going to have the party. Yeah, Chuck, you have a barbecue at your house full of stone. You send out an evite to fifty <laughs> people, <laughs> fifty people, um, and only ten reply that they're coming. Do you still have the party? Of course. Why didn't President Trump still have the party today? Ten eagles were going to come to the thing. And he canceled it and had the patriotic day where he didn't know the words to God bless America. That was a bad move <laughs> by him, I think. I think you. It doesn't look good. Yeah. Because, I mean, listen, I know you're the president and you expect when you invite someone, they come to your house. But responding to uh, to invitations is something that people don't do. It reminded me of this scene in The Office. You ever see The Office? Oh, yeah. Pam and Jim are having their wedding and Pam can't get anyone to RSVP, RSVP to the wedding. Hey, Kelly. Ugh, so jealous of your boobs. Thank you. Whoops. <laughs> um, listen, I just wanted to confirm that you're not coming to the wedding, which is totally understandable and more than fine. Is Ryan going? I don't know. He hasn't RSVP'd yet. Here's the deal. 
I really want to go, but I'm not going to go if Ryan doesn't go because it's kind of a waste of time. Uh, that came out wrong. It would be awesome if you could try to get him to go because I'd really like to be there to support Jim. I'm the absolute worst at RSVPing. If you send me an Evite, I'll RSVP. As soon as I get the Evite. Oh, paper ones? Like pay for, for weddings are the worst? I have never in my 32 years in, on earth ever RSVP to a wedding. We set up an online RSVP for ours. It was way easier. We, I mean, we sent the invite, yeah. but we didn't expect people to send it back because everybody's lazy. And you know, cares. I didn't get the invite. That's yeah. so weird. No, or the, it's okay. or you the, weren't invited. Or the or the automated <laughs> you thing invited. or whatever. <laughs> Neither I have, was I. I'm the I'm I'm can't point figures because I'm the worst at sending back a, a paper. Yeah. I mean, I've had dudes online. call me on the day of the wedding that I'm in the wedding. You're coming, right? <laughs> like, Just to double check. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. I'll be there because you never said. Uh, here's another uh, part of that episode of The Office where Pam's trying to see if Meredith's coming. Do you think that you could send in your RSVP card? No, I'll just tell you now. Easier. Well, you have to choose a food option, and there's information this in there about right directions here. and lodging. I'll just have whatever's fanciest, unless there's ribs, and I'll just get all the other information the day of. I'll text you. <laughs> you are going to text me the morning of my wedding mm -hmm. to ask for directions, right? and you will eat whatever is fanciest. Unless there's ribs. Unless there's ribs. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm going to write that on, and I'm going to start RSVPing to weddings if I ever get invited anymore. And it's going to say food option, whatever's fanciest, unless there's ribs. <laughs> That's going to be my... Have you ever been to a wedding where they... Well, you might have had ribs at your wedding. What did oh, you yeah, serve we for... Had a, we had a lot of meat options. Yeah. Yeah. Not, as we found out, no tuna salad. Yeah, no, no, no. No chicken salad. No, no egg salads. No, they don't garbage. do the salads in Montana. No. Simply... Uh, there's no salads. You had, you had ribs at your wedding? Dagnabbit. Why didn't you invite me, Chuck? I know. It was a small wedding. <laughs> but you know I wouldn't have gone. I know. That's, I why, just I that's why I didn't bother. But that was, I'm not that's a, foolish I'm not a, on you. I would have written you a nice big check. I know, but I, I, I not, I'm not like that. I, I, I would have felt weird. They didn't even that. want gifts. They were weird. They were, yeah. yeah. We didn't even register. They were having a weird wedding. We refused to. Really? Yeah. No. So what did people give you? Anything? No, not really. What, what did we it? I mean, we made people travel all the way to Montana. So Except for us. Except for Except you guys. Except for us. You guys would have anyway. So well, okay. You don't know that. No, I, know. Lot, I might have paid for me and Longoria to go. Yeah, we'll Maybe. never find out. Um, but Erickson <laughs> officiated your wedding. He did. I know. That's he, the only reason he was invited. <laughs> his gift was prima nate, but did he give you a gift? No. All right. <laughs> Again, he showed up and officiated the wedding. I didn't need anything. All We're right. adults with jobs. Like I, I'm not 22 and starting out. You know, sure, I understand. With futons, yeah, in a exactly. Twenty nine for you, <laughs> you all, all. <laughs> exactly. So that's that's why we. Didn't all right, do fair it. enough. So anyway, I, your your general thoughts on, on I think the president uh, stubbed his toe today. He should have listen. The ten people that did want to go from the Eagles, they, they should have been able to go. Who now cared? they're disappointed. Yeah, well, exactly. The, Don't punish them. The Eagles made a specific point that they all agreed that had they all stood for the anthem. Like I exactly, know people are dragging this in. Like they made a point to say. We're gonna all stand for the end. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if I if the players didn't want to come, I I mean that's their prerogative. I I don't. Which done in years past, not just with him. Yeah. Was... But I mean, for me, I'm I'm you. I don't care. Who, I mean, you could oh, be the I'd president, Chuck. Go. I'm going to the Oval Office. I don't okay. care if I hate the president or not. I'm going. Yeah. That's. I mean, you gotta go. I think you don't have to go, but I would go. Oh, absolutely. No matter if I if I love the president or despise the president, I'm going. Still but the ten house. people that that I mean. He invited 53 people, 53-man roster, yeah. 10 people RSVP'd, yes. You're not canceling the party, Longoria. No. Loti's nope. not canceling the party. Female perspective, Deb, you canceling the party if 10 have 53? No, because the party's for me anyway. Yeah, they're exactly you know, right. You know what he should have done? more food for us. What's that? For the 10 that were showing up, he should have, like, 
sent the heli- the chopper for him. Yeah. Like he should have Air went Force overboard and sent like Marine Air Force one. Two, the yeah. vice, vice president, to yeah. pick him up. And like, oh, I see you guys. The rest no, of the guys should have came. He should have appointed him all the cabinet posts. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then fired him. All right, Carson Wentz, you're uh, Secretary of Defense now. Thanks and for coming. Then fired him. <laughs> <laughs> fired him. David's in Baghdad. David, thanks for hanging. Welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Uh, good evening, guys, and Chuck. Um, <laughs> I've got um, I got qu- three quick points. Um, first of all, an Uber ride from 26th Street in Manhattan to City Field will run you right at 80 bucks. That's that's pocket change for Erickson. Pocket change. Yeah, I did that twice. It's a little pricey. Yeah. Uh, second, when my father-in-law moved down to West from West Virginia, first place we took him was to Buckner's. If you're familiar with that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, he uh, now he demands to go, and it's too expensive. <laughs> I'll make him pay. That's very cool. And uh, third, um, I was thinking about it, and I think the uh, real reason Trump canceled the Eagles is uh, they're not the same without Glenn Fry. <laughs> Glenn Fry died, didn't he? Is he dead? Yeah, two years ago. Do you know what's funny? Um, so I'm, I'm musically really. I mean, I listened to classic rock growing up, and I, of course, like uh, hip hop, old hip hop. Glenn Fry to me will always be not from the Eagles. But he was on a TV show called um, Wise Guy with Ken Wall. Like, to me, that's Glenn Fry's greatest achievement. He was an actor on Wise Guy, not a singer on the Eagles. Rest in peace, Glenn Fry. Uh, Chuck's in Decula. Chuck, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Likewise, sir. Uh, uh, thank you. Um, no, my, uh, I'm going to kind of give you a quick, uh, it's a, sort of like the Paul Harvey. Uh, you being on radio, I'm sure you're, I know you're Absolutely. Familiar. The rest of the story. And- the rest of the story. So I moved here in uh, 83, uh, transferred with UPS. So I moved on, I came in on Friday. I'm going to be at work on Monday. So, you know, I'm getting acclimated. I go out and wander around on Sunday and I find this, all these people spilled out in this area. And, and it's like a road. I mean, there's like a little traffic island and there's a bar and there's just people everywhere. And it's like, two o'clock in the afternoon and it's down in Virginia Highland mm-hmm. area. And I said, and I asked somebody, I said, man, cause you know, this looks good. <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, what is this like a, you know, a, a annual thing for this bar or something, you know, a celebration, you know, you know, annual event. They said, no, it's just a great bar. I'm like, well, hell. So I parked. Well, I ended up calling my brother about seven hours later and said, man, this is the greatest place I've ever seen. I'm never coming back. What place was it? Taco Mac. Oh, that's one. that's hilarious. <laughs> and that was in 1983. Taco Mac's been around that long? Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Good for yeah. them. Good for them. And, and it was like, I'm sold on Atlanta. This is, you know, I mean, I guess I was an easy sale. I was, I was going to be here anyway, but, you know, I'm like, hey, this is it. Do you know what sold but, me on Atlanta? I'm not even going to lie to this. I mean, I got a job offer. That, was, that helped. But uh, you guys don't remember this. The old timers. There was, <laughs> this is going to sound so pathetic. But this is truly why this was the deciding factor. Because I had job offers in New York and and New but I wanted to move to Atlanta. What clinched it for me? Um, I came down here for a visit and an interview, and there was a TV commercial on for a department store called Upton's. I don't know if you ever heard of it. If they're still around, oh yeah, I they closed Upton's. a long time ago. But so I remember it. there was this commercial. And there was this girl in this commercial on Upton's. <laughs> Come on. I swear to you. I'm like, this is that. How you made your life decision? My life decision. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I'm going to move to Atlanta and I'm going to marry that girl in the Upton's commercial. 
I'm, for your sake, I'm really glad everything worked out. Because, it did. Yeah, I know. But, no, you no know, kid. it was my. It was like I was on the fence. I'm like, oh, I like Atlanta, but, you know, I'm like, I'm, blah, blah, blah. I saw this commercial. I'm like, if that girl, like, I'd never heard of Upton's. I thought it was just like a local Atlanta store. I'm like, I'm going to move here. I'm going to marry that Upton's girl. And everything's going to be, uh, yeah. We went on a couple dates, but we didn't. It, it, I found one. If, I wonder which one it is. If she's a brunette. She's stunningly gorgeous. She's, you actually went out with her? No. Oh, <laughs> That's pretty good that you found her. 22-year-old uh, Mark Harrow moves yes, to Atlanta. Exactly. And Upton's hey, girl. Upton's girl, you want to go to Piccadilly? Yeah. It's not a buffet. Yeah, yeah a only buffet. get one. <laughs> we'll be right back. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, Deborah trying to find uh, that Upton's commercial from the late 90s that got me to move to Atlanta. No luck, right? They're, I don't think they're the one you're looking yeah, at. No, yeah. I, yeah, no. It's like 96, 97. Yeah, there's some from the 80s. Yeah, no. Try anything this girl that. was uh, stunning. Stunning. And the reason I moved to Atlanta. How about that? Weird how things work. Nancy joins us next on the program. Hello, Nancy. Hello, Mark. First of all, I enjoy your show. appreciate it very much. Thank you very much. I've never ridden the Atlanta streetcar. But I'll tell you when I formed my opinion of the streetcar. Okay. A couple years ago, I went down to Georgia State to go to a lecture, parked in the parking deck, which was about a block away. And as I got out of the car, was walking towards GSU, there was a warning sign for the streetcar. You know, bright yellow uh, diagonal uh, picture with a streetcar and rails, and it was mounted upside down. What? Yes. What does that mean? They couldn't even mount the sign correctly. Oh, I got you. I thought it might have been uh, vandalism or something. What was the What was the lecture no. you going to going to see at Georgia State? Do you remember, Nancy? Uh, it was Laverne Cox. Oh, Vernie, Vernie Cox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. All right, Nancy. Thank you for uh, listening. Thanks for calling. Uh, Lou joins us in Decatur. Lou, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. Are you still talking restaurant? Absolutely, Lou. Always talking food on the Mark Aram Show. All right. So I'm not sure if it qualifies, but summer of 1961, Krispy Kreme was the first quote-unquote restaurant I went to. That's the one on Ponce de Leon? The one on Ponce because we had gone to an Atlanta cracker game. Also on Ponce de Leon, yeah. Also on Ponce where the uh, Home Depot is now across from Ponce City Market. So that that uh, like, that Krispy Kreme wasn't the first restaurant I went to in Atlanta, but I certainly remember my first time. <laughs> I certainly so, and yeah. and I'll tell you what underrated was, uh, and I haven't. Uh, this might not be the case, but back in the day, their coffee was surprisingly good. I mean, anything well, tastes good with a fresh Krispy Kreme donut, but I remember right. being stunned by how good their coffee was. Right, but yeah. at eight years old, you know, after a Con's hot dog, a Coca Cola at the park, and then we stopped at Krispy Kreme, got two. Uh, Donuts and another Coke. I mean, I was pretty wired. Now, here's another idea for the Atlanta streetcar. <laughs> Run the streetcar from WSB to Krispy Kreme on Ponce. That would get a lot of traction. I'd be on that thing four times a day. I'd be like, I'd have, I have 20 minutes till my next TV hit. Let me get down to the Krispy Kreme on Ponce. I like Chuck's idea for the streetcar, though. A food, Just a food train. 
portion of the proceeds go to the homeless or something. I mean, we, we could jazz it yeah, up. Yeah, there's so many restaurants. I'm sure there's plenty yeah. that would buy into it. You like how I did the jazz hands there? We yeah. could jazz it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we'll come back after news, weather, and traffic. Carlos, Aranda, and Bill. Have we heard from Archibald yet? Archibald hasn't called. No, he hasn't. Waiting on Arch. 404-872-0750. Johnny Kilboss with the Fast Food Review next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Anderson Cooper, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 836, 24 in front of 9. Mark Aram, uh, Deb, Longo, and Low T with you till 9. Johnny Cobasa straight ahead with a fast review. we got a lot to talk about. Uh, sad news in my house today. Piccadilly on Howell Mill allegedly closing at the end of the month. Piccadilly was the first restaurant that I ever ate in Atlanta. Unfortunately for me, I thought it was an all-you-can-eat buffet, not a cafeteria. So uh, when I got to the cash register, it was 83 bucks. What was the first restaurant you ever ate in Atlanta? We're talking about um, the Atlanta streetcar, the boondoggle that that is, and President Trump disinviting the uh, Eagles team for the Super Bowl celebration at the White House today. Instead, having a, a patriotic day where he didn't know the words to God bless America. God bless America. Anyway, that's what we're talking about. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Carlos, my man in College Park, joins us on the show. What's going on, Carlos? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, listen, uh, the uh, streetcar, no-brainer. I see two and three. I drive a lot in Atlanta. And you only have two and three people in there. But that's not what I was um, trying <coughs> Excuse me, uh, trying to discuss. Okay, what do you uh, want to discuss, buddy? Well, you're a connoisseur on um, certain fast foods because you are so busy and you have to eat Correct. real quick. So uh, there's a place called Rubens. Now, when I was living in New York, in Queens, this gentleman worked for a company called Pastrami King. Okay. And Hello? Yeah, okay. Pastrami King. Yeah. And he came down here, and he opened up his own restaurant on Broad Street uh, and Peachtree. Called and Rubens. It, yeah. It's, it's in that little enclosure where they have all those little restaurants. But Rubens... When they make their sandwich, they don't measure it. They actually take a handful and throw it on whatever bread you want. Rye, marble, you name it. Is this is this still a place still in business? Oh, yeah. Ruben's oh, Deli. Yeah. Voted best. Well, oh, no, no. You got to go there. I mean, you can text it. You can look at it. Uh, find out where Ruben's, Ruben's is. Uh, yeah, I'm on their website right now. It looks looks pretty good to me. Deb Green? Yeah, yeah. I think we need to get on this. Listen, they even have knishes. How many people in the South even know what a knish is? Let's do a quick poll of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Longoria, the stoic Eskimo from Alaska, do you know Mm, what a knish is? I have no idea what Chuck from Montana, do you know what a knish is? Not a clue. Deb Green, do you know what a knish is? Nope. Oh, fantastic. We're getting knishes for everybody. You'll like these. You'll like knishes. <laughs> is it made with gefilte fish? It's made with potatoes, traditionally. Uh, You'll right, like it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm listen, Deb, um, get uh, get in touch with our Bites and Sides guy, 
and we'll see if we can get Ruben's Deli. That's amazing that I had never even heard of Ruben's Deli. Broad Street. I guess I'm not downtown enough. Uh, Rhonda joins us in Grayson. Rhonda, welcome to the show. Hey. Uh, my first restaurant that I ate, to, ate at when I came to Atlanta was Benihana. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> and I was moving from Connecticut down here. And I loved it, and that kind of sold me on thinking that I could come to Atlanta. Once, once you go to Benihana's, I mean, they they got your hooks in you. So here's the, the last time I went to Benihana was it was years ago. We were at a, a birthday party for a friend, and who was in the building? Ti. Oh man! It was the day he got out of jail, <laughs> and he wanted apparently he wanted to go to Benihana. That's what he was craving when he was in the in the lockup was Benihana because the first meal out of jail. T.I. went to was the Benihana in Buckhead. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I do like, uh, do you take the girls to uh, the hibachi joints yet? No. Would they be scared of the volcano? I don't know. The onion I volcano? Know. I just didn't want to spend that much money on yeah. them. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you can get a kid's thing for like six bucks. Yeah, like sometimes chicken. they eat and sometimes they don't. Like It's, it's like six bucks. You know, it's a crapshoot. All right. Oh, you're, you plan on taking them, though? Yeah, I think they'll enjoy it. At some it. point. All right. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, We Do Not Want to Know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please, and some fast food reviewers are a little too hot. Some fast food reviewers are a little too cold, but Johnny K is just right. You are just right, my friend. What's on the menu tonight, brother? Well, I'm reporting live from Charlotte, North Carolina tonight, Mark Aram, because you dispatched me last Thursday morning when we talked, because Chick-Phil-Capital-A has got (laughs) something going on in the test kitchen, and it's only in two spots in the nation, and you couldn't afford to send me out to Albuquerque, so you made me drive <laughs> to Charlotte, to Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a nice drive, though. It's a nice thing. drive up 85. You didn't mind it. Beautiful, beautiful. Once you get past the state line, it's a smooth. You get to smooth buy. You get to buy fireworks once you cross the border. <laughs> yeah, and I reminisced about your uh, your your awful car story that uh, you had to go uh, through. When so, you were so down. disgusting. Um, all right, uh, so Chick-fil-A's got a new item. They're testing it out in Albuquerque and Charlotte. I dispatched you to Charlotte. What's, what's the item? Right, so this is, this is the iPad, I think, of sandwiches, chicken sandwiches. So at Chick-Phil-Capital-A, for breakfast, you got, your, you got your little nugget sandwiches there, Chicken right? minis, the chicken minis. Little fresh nugs, chicken minis with the little yeast bun with a little dab of honey on top of it, right? So on the other end of the spectrum, you've got your original chicken sandwich, perfection, don't need to do anything with that. So they're looking for something somewhere in the middle that they can get the flavor of the chicken minis off of the breakfast menu and into the lunch, dinner, entree area. So what they did is they made basically a bigger version of the chicken minis. And so you got a bigger nugget, of chicken it's not as big as a chick-fil-a sandwich you know patty but you still got that part of the chicken and then you also have a bigger version of the yeast roll with a bigger dab of honey on top of it so it's basically like a chicken mini slider it's bigger than the mini but not a full-size sandwich 
Yeah, chick hyphen N hyphen slider is what they're calling it. A bigger version of the chick hyphen N hyphen mini. <laughs> so if it goes well in Charlotte, if it goes well in Albuquerque, we might be seeing this all over the place. And if you ask me, I'm going to put my money on this being on the menu yeah. by the first of the year. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think, I mean, it, uh, Chick-fil-A is, is great, but I, I want sometimes I want more options there. You know, I want a couple of more options to get uh, I can't always get the chicken sandwich you know give me something right. and else people get mad because a lot of people love those chicken minis and they get mad when they say nope sorry those are breakfast only yeah so that's what you know influenced all this stuff they they needed the taste of the chicken mini but not limited to the breakfast chicken menu. chicken minis are fantastic all right let me ask you this question Johnny K when you moved from uh, Midwestern Ohio to Atlanta back in the late 90s right. what was the first restaurant you went to in Atlanta do you remember yeah, Brew House in uh, Little Five. The Brew House in Little Five. All right, that's acceptable. Yep. Uh, I met some. I actually met some friends there that are some of my best friends that to this day. You know, and I remember I never, I had never seen a beer mug so big. <laughs> it was life changing moment for Johnny Kibasa. One more assignment, K- Johnny K, K, K. K uh, for for Thursday. Low T uh, f- scoured Twitter and find out and found a tweet from IHOP. That they are cryptically, they say they're changing their name from IHOP to IHOB, H-O-B. I think it's a stunt. Can you get your sources in on that and see if IHOP is really going to change their name? Yeah, let me sharpen my pencil real quick here. Get the notebook (laughs) out. I'll write that down, and I'll have a full rundown for you on Thursday night, Mark. Johnny Kibasa, we appreciate you as always. And? It's the cholesterol. Hi, baby. Follow me on Twitter, listen to my podcast on iTunes or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa available on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. It's that, bruh. Johnny K, will you, will you try those little chicken mini sliders? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I never get the chicken minis for breakfast anymore. I don't wake up in time to get them. That's a problem. Uh, I do. Uh, I just go to the bacon, egg, and cheese bagel now. I, you get It's the most bang for your buck. You get a bagel, you get chicken, you get egg, and you get cheese. I mean, it's huge. It's fantastic. Chicken meat, they're little things. They're a nice appetizer. They're for kids. Or, yeah, kids. Deb, you don't eat fast food, so you've never had a chicken mini in your life. Nope. How is this girl on our show? I don't know. How is this girl I just, I love on it. our show? Uh, Spriggs <laughs> went 180 on this one. Yeah. She's like, nope. <laughs> nope, never had a chicken mini. Bill's in Smyrna. Bill, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Uh, wonderful. Uh, the street car has been good for my lifestyle and my health. Oh, tell me about it. We've got a streetcar fan. three days a week. I live in the suburbs. And what happened, I went down to Centennial Park once, and I found it to be international and exciting. The car, the between CNN Center, through the park, all the way to Pemberton Place, where Coca-Cola and the world, Georgia World are. So how, how often have you taken the streetcar? I do it three times a week. Now. And you go from where to where? What what do you use it mainly? Transportation from where to where? I drive into one of the neighborhoods up around the King District. Okay. And I park mm-hmm. to avoid paying the parking fee. Sure. And smart. I catch a streetcar. That's Clark Smart. From the King Center to the park. And you just hang out in Centennial Olympic Park? I walk. Oh, I'm that's not great. one given toward walking, but the park is so interesting because of all the international people there. Yeah. And I met a ton of them. Met a ton of women. What's that? What's that cost you? A buck? A buck each way? Yeah. No, a buck one way. One way. So you, yeah, you, you can actually get off and get back on. All right. So I run into three kinds of people. I run into tourists. Tourists, yeah. 
who who go from the center, I mean, from Centennial Park to the King District. And then I run into people who are going to the Hawks game or going to the soccer game. So they'll they pa- they'll park, park somewhere they away go. from town so they save money yeah. on the parking. That that uh, See, that makes sense. They need to sell it like that. Hey, park in these neighborhoods <laughs> so you don't have to pay for parking at yeah, Phillips park Arena. And park by park in this guy's driveway, and then we'll take you over. <laughs> on, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to let you go. I don't get uh, Archibald, our, our new friend from Decatur, on. Arch, what's going on, buddy? Archibald. Hey. Hey, bud, what's going on? Well, you, y'all talking about streetcars? I'll call you about the finest streetcar system in the world. My hometown in New Orleans. New Orleans has a great streetcar. More importantly, though, Archibald, what'd you have for dinner tonight? I haven't gotten it down yet. Uh, There's some kind of mix of chicken. That I've, uh, I haven't quite swallowed it all down yet. But I did wash it down with a cup with a cup of Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra, the official beer of Archibald. Um, when you say some sort of chicken, you got a stir fry going. What do you got? A fried chicken breast? What are you What are you working with? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's onions, bell peppers, mm. mushrooms. You're You're quite the gourmet. You made the pizza. You had the peppers and the pepperoni. And now you got the chicken with the bell peppers and the mushrooms. I'm, I'm impressed. Have you ever Archibald? Have you ever been to a Piccadilly before? I have, and I was underwhelmed because there's there's a couple, <laughs> a couple cafeterias in Dallas that are much better. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're a gourmet, you probably would be underwhelmed. But uh, sad news for me, Archibald. Uh, apparently, the Piccadillys on Howell Mill is closing. Um, but uh, you know, maybe we could do a show from there. Arch, we got to run. Always a pleasure. We'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Okay, buddy. Look forward to it. All right. Enjoy those Michelob Ultras. Man. All right, there you go, Archibald. I want a new cooking segment with him. He, every night, we're gonna find <laughs> out what he's having for dinner. I don't care. Four zero four eight seven two. No, don't call. We got too many calls already. We got to end the show. I got a prize pack to give away. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show went quick. Too quick. Too quick for comfort. Taylor joins us uh, in Bethlehem. What's up, T-Bone? Oh, how are y'all doing tonight? Excellent. Real quick, what do you have? Oh, so the first restaurant that I went to when I moved here from North Carolina was the um, the Connie House, Japanese Steakhouse on uh, Town Lake Parkway in Ooh, Woodstock. Fancy. Do you like it? Oh, yeah. I love Japanese food. All right. Listen, Taylor, I'm going to give you the prize back tonight because um, you had the first correct answer of the movie Monday. Um, soundtrack, but I, I I punched the wrong button and I gave it to someone else. So I'm going to make good tonight, okay? Oh, you're so sweet. Thank All right. you. Hang on the line. Low T's going to get some info from you. You've won a pair of tickets to see The Lost 80s featuring a flock of seagulls, naked eyes, Wang Chung, Berlin, Farrington, man, original vocalist of one in blah, 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 whatever. It's August 5th at State Bank Amphitheater, Chastain Park, produced by Live Nation, part of the Delta Concert Series B. Subscription tickets on sale this Friday, June 8th at 10 a.m. Chuck uh, or Longoria, who's on line five? You knew it was on line five? I have no idea. Oh, we have no name on line five. Line five, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine, Mark. This is Jeff from Hall County. Hey, Jeff. What's cooking, bud? Well, just drove up from work from Hartsfield, man. I got a little restaurant story the, for a restaurant that don't exist anymore. Got about 20 seconds, Jeff. All right, quickly. It was a restaurant on Roosevelt Highway in College Park called Johnny Reds. Had a big Confederate soldier holding a battle flag out in front of it. It would never go today. I've heard of that, though. That that place isn't there anymore. Johnny Rebs, I've heard of that. Sarge is in Covington. Sarge, real quick, what do you have? 
Yeah, this is Sarge. Uh, first time in Atlanta, Rocky's uh, oven, uh, brick oven pizza. But when I was in the second grade, I went to a cafeteria-style uh, restaurant, and I got through there, and it was like a dollar and fifty cents. I didn't have but twenty-five cents. Did they let you eat? Somebody behind me paid my bill. That's fantastic. Let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. Now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, Deb Green was going to walk away with it, and then Chuck came up with the food train idea. I think I'm, I think I'm going to give it to Chuck, Deb. You came up with great audio, great story First topics. Like a month. Yeah, <laughs> you, you broke your spell. Slump buster there for Chuck with the food truck idea. Um, I have no more time. Sorry, Phyllis, I can't get to you. You'll be first up tomorrow. Tomorrow on the show, Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle will join us. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, a little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.